0: Information, Mike. Wind at 320 degrees at 6. temperature 53 Altimeter 3000. People like you, organizations like Ramp Check, I love you guys. Got a birthday. down ready now. You are clear for takeoff runway 21 left. Winds are called. Stand by for the free tram on uniform. It's time. Hey, everybody. It's another edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. I'm Tony. Um. I'm a- Aaron, good evening. I'm Ryan. And it uh, just so happens to be evening uh, while we're <laughs> recording. So That's right. Yay. great job there, little it's brother. Not morning or afternoon. I yeah. said it right. Uh, That's right. You, you certainly did. So, on today's edition of the Ramp Check Podcast, we've got um, just a few news stories we want to chat about really quick. Um, uh, in fact, we can kind of do a quick rundown or what in the industry they'd call a teaser. Um, just a about... Uh, just kidding. In the industry, they the call office. it a, a teaser. Yeah. Um, a <laughs> uh, couple of... Uh, man, a couple more uh, military aircraft lost this week for, for the United States. Um, we've got uh, uh, some aircraft retirements uh, in the works as airlines actually start pulling right. some of their aircraft out of the boneyards. Right. And uh, putting them into service, which is a great sign. Um, if you want to get drunk on an airplane you better pick the right airline uh, yeah you're gonna to have to do it beforehand in the terminal yeah, apparently that that ain't gonna happen at least for a while because of the world we live in right now <laughs> the the new normal yeah <laughs> bullshit i, I don't anyway. think so Yeah. <laughs> so uh just a few of the things we're going to talk about today on the ramp check podcast and um Uh, You may have seen uh, earlier this week on our Instagram page, if you're one of our 8,000, are we over 8,600 followers now, Mm, brother?
1: Something like that. We're getting close to now. So if
0: you're one of our 8,500 followers, uh, you may have seen this already, um, but we posted a little teaser video. Um, that uh, included uh, some music that you might be familiar with if you are a listener of the (laughs) Ramp Check Podcast which if you're not I don't know how the hell you're hearing this but you should be anyway Um, 8,586
2: wow I don't know why I didn't just say (laughs) 8,586 but we're almost there
0: (laughs) sorry
1: (laughs) we appreciate all the followers oh
0: man we do And um, hashtag push to 10k Yes. Um, yes we would we would love to hit that benchmark uh, we couldn't do it without you guys in fact uh, we haven't done it without you guys <laughs> right. um, but uh, bring your friends want to thank everybody for helping us spread the word but that little teaser video you saw um, had a little icon at the end of it and it said coming soon so uh, uh, very soon I we have been working our asses off to uh, get our YouTube channel launched, mm-hmm. and we are super close. <laughs> That's
2: right. We're gonna bless them with being able to watch us do this, right? Yes,
1: just just like <laughs> and we're, we're still uh,
0: working those kinks out. Yeah, and we're still kind of on a budget, so I'm gonna walk over here to the camera that we're recording. Hi, thanks for listening, or I mean, watching. Um, <laughs> But uh and, and you can see here, your, your, you know, our our gear isn't the isn't the best yet, but we've uh what are we, episode fifty four? Four. I think right this, now. Will be 54. this will be fifty four. This'll be fifty four. So Okay. <laughs> we have the window open in the Rampcheck studios. The ramp Check Studios proudly <laughs> coming to you from London. I know. Wow, is that yeah, oh, it's, it's a fire it's truck! The
1: fire brigade oh, wow. going out!
0: Shit, they found us! Brigade, <laughs> the fire what brigade! Is this?
2: <laughs> brigade! <laughs> 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 With a little windy <laughs> siren. That's funny. <laughs>
0: I tried oh, to do man. it, but my voice. <laughs> I know. Oh um, <laughs> Oh god! Real. Anyway,
1: yeah, like Tony was saying, we're working on our <laughs> YouTube channel, which is yes. uh, which will be fun. Um. You know, we'll post videos from places we visit. Right. Um, a, a lot of our uh, future podcast episodes we're actually, you know, planning on, uh, you know, doing a video of as well. Exactly. So you can do that. The ones that we don't have video, we're still going to post them on the right. On so the if you channel. prefer
0: YouTube, yeah, um, you, you know, can, you can listen through that too. Exactly. So we're uh, so that's I'm, the goal. We're working through that mm-hmm. right now. Um, the channel is actually there right um, if you want to go to it right now, it's it's uh, Ramp Check Global yeah. on YouTube yep. um, we have we have one video up at the moment, but that <laughs> that will expand pretty quickly oh, yeah. Um, but that one video is a pretty fucking cool video. If, if you haven't seen it yet, if you didn't see it on our Instagram, um, you know look at it on our YouTube page. So our friend of the podcast, Major Jay Fast Durfler, who has been a guest on the podcast a few times um, had an opportunity uh, when he was in pilot training to go up in a T 38 and um, fly in formation with uh, an F 117 Nighthawk. Yep. Um, before Andy, they were retired. Before back they in were 2007. retired. And he was able to shoot some video. He shared some of that with us so we could put it up and you guys could see it. It's pretty cool video. So if you haven't looked at it yet, go ahead. It's really cool. And uh, go to our YouTube channel. um, Watch the video. And then there's three things that you need to do. You need to click the like button, <laughs> yes. you need to subscribe, Yes. and then you need to ring the little bell so you get notified when yes. there's new, and, and let, new let, content.
1: Let, let me correct myself with the F-117 is when it was retired from active duty. Right. Because we know that there are f one seventeen still flying
0: to this day. Oh, yeah. Um, the most recent spotting just a few, or the most recent one was spotted just a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it
1: OIS that uh... OIS and yeah, there was a few others yeah. out there in the desert, but apparently so. they uh, landed um, in uh, what was it? What base was it? China Lake, I think. I think or... it was China Lake, yeah, yeah. yeah so. which is really cool. So um, that definitely shows that they're they're kind of expanding the footprint a little bit. Right. Uh, from where they're, you know, basing them, or where they're all mothballed right now. Who or knows where the hell they all are? How many of
2: them are flying? Yeah. And speaking right. of that, we have ten subscribers. As of right now. Oh, sweet. To YouTube?
1: Yeah. That's yep.
2: awesome.
0: I was well, the 10th. Well, actually, I was going to say we have we have seven <laughs> subscribers because I think we were yeah, the first three. I was the 10th. T- t- hey, you that's were, oh, okay. Oh, you were the 10th. That's tech.
2: better than nothing. That's... So,
0: that's awesome. What the hell took you so long?
2: I don't know. I just realized we had a
0: YouTube channel, okay? <laughs> Did you not get the memo? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so go to our YouTube channel right now, and uh, if you... If you do subscribe and uh, click the notification bell... if you do, when you do. When you do, excuse me. And click that notification bell, then uh, once we start getting more content, you will be the first to know.
2: Yes. Cool. um, Awesome.
0: And then uh, something else I want to bring up really quick before we get into the meat of the podcast. Um, I said that again, (laughs) didn't I? (laughs) Shut up.
1: Tony's apparently into Um, the meat
0: talk. (laughs) So in addition to launching YouTube, we are also going to launch a Patreon page. Mm-hmm. Um, and there there are a couple of reasons why we want to do the Patreon page. First off, uh, it does give us an opportunity to um, uh, connect even more uh, yeah. with our listeners and our members. But um, I don't know if you can, if you're watching this version of the podcast today um, on our youtube channel um <laughs> you can see that uh we've got pretty basic equipment and so we're you know we've hey, invested some money into some things it, it took us all the way to episode 54 that's yeah, great um and it's going to continue but we we want to be able to invest in some better equipment i, I would love to call the ramp check office our official ramp check studio mm-hmm. um I know we're, we're looking to get a camera and some... Oh, give uh, us more opportunities a video to, br- camera. to bring yep.
2: more content as yep, well. Exactly. Right. We, could, we can go out there and get more content because travel ain't cheap.
0: No, nope. <laughs> and we want to be out there. And when it's socially acceptable, for Christ's sakes, um, <laughs> we want to interact more with you guys as well. We yeah. want to be at all the red flags. We want to go to all the air shows. Oh, wait. When they happen well, again. Well, when they have, when right. that's socially acceptable. But uh, but anyway, um, so that's also coming soon. Um, look for that to happen within the next uh, several days after you listen to this podcast. Um, we're not asking a lot. We're we're basically yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a level where if you just want to support us um, with a small contribution every month I don't, you call it a contribution or a subscription whatever you yeah, want to call whatever. it yeah. um and then there will be some different levels and there will be some some incentives to uh, bribe you um <laughs> to uh to to pay for those higher yeah. levels but it, the the main goal of this first thought first and foremost is you're going to get the same content whether you subscribe or not i want to i want to yeah, make we're, that we're perfectly not, clear yeah
1: we're, we're not going to make um, this you have to to experience the Ramcheck global world exactly. No,
2: that's never what we wanted to do in the no, beginning. No. Anyway, so that would just be silly. It yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll, we'll talk <clears> about it commentary. more once everything's set up,
1: and we'll talk about different tiers and, well, and those things. But you know, we we love we love uh, all of our listeners and followers. And go ahead. Rick,
2: yeah. No, I, I was gonna just gonna say, you know, b- before we started doing this, there was a handful of podcasts I would listen to from time to time, and and I remember, like, listening for a while, and then they would come come out and say, oh, or subscribe to Patreon. And usually a first reaction is like, well, damn it, I'm going to have to pay to get the content. And that's not the direction right. we're going, so I just want to make sure. I'm So I'm glad you brought that up. Like, we're going to continue doing this anyway, and we're not going to ever withhold any content that we do. Um, you know, we're just looking for some support so we can actually do what we're doing better and improve it so and do it more yeah and more exactly and i just wanted to throw yeah. that out there because i yeah. don't want anyone hearing this and going and right. thinking in that direction so
0: oh shit he said the p word yeah, yeah. Um, and,
1: and i i definitely think that you know the patreon and, and also when we sell our ramp swag i mean right. that goes to support what absolutely we're doing. oh yeah we're and, not on a and, beach
2: with margaritas from that trust <laughs> yeah me. not and, yet
1: and we're uh you know basically it's I think more is, is the word. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's each one of these, um, platforms that, that, you know, we like to, uh, be a part of it's, it's all about bringing more content. Um, you know, we, we gain more knowledge, we figure, you know, how to do something better. Um, and just obviously the monetary support on the things that, that we offer and soon Mm -hmm. the Patreon, it's a, it's all just to make a better experience for the listener and our right. followers.
0: And, and to deliver more content. Yeah, exactly. Um, because committing to a YouTube channel is a big commitment. Yeah, it is. With time. And, um, you know, I mean, let's face it. We all we all have families. We all have mm-hmm. jobs. Well, we have another business yeah. um, that, that essentially, you know, pays our bills. Um, but with Ramp Check... You know, it does. It does cost money to go out and, you know, and go things. to red so, flags yeah. and yep. yeah. I, and I, I think they get the gap I, I, I do. I don't, don't want to. We don't need to like you right. know sit
1: here and apologize and everything. No, no because we're it's not badass. apologizing it's, for anything. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, you have to pay right. for, you know, everything that we just talked
0: about. Equipment, yes. travel expenses, everything. Um, so
1: yeah, and, and and we're fully committed to to ramp check and the podcast. And the Instagram and our traveling and our content. The YouTube so channel. It is, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun.
0: And this, you know, it's funny, Aaron, you and I were talking earlier mm-hmm. uh, on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was just, I brought up the point. It's just like, wow, you know, look at where we were two years ago. I know. You know. I know. Two years ago, it's like, hey, let's start a podcast. <laughs> okay, it's the Ram Check Podcast. <laughs> <I> Yay. <know. laughs> um <laughs> we, I mean, we've gone from I, how many Instagram followers did we have at oh, that time? A couple
1: hundred, maybe. couple yeah, hundred maybe. maybe a few, yeah. So
0: we're up to almost 8,600 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and like we talked about uh, last week, a couple or last podcast, a couple of uh, about a month ago now, or maybe three weeks or so, I got an email saying that we were. Ranked at number 59. Yeah, we were moving in, up in the, in the technology rankings. podcasts for um, for Apple Podcasts. And I mean, two years seems like a long time, but shit, it seems like yesterday when we sat down in at my house and mm-hmm. recorded the first episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've come thank, a long, a yes. long way. Yeah. Thank you guys for getting us to where we're at. And we just want to continue growing. Um, you know, we wanna, we've got, we
2: want to move to phase three and reopening
0: <laughs>
2: basically. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, we never shut down. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank A you current again. Current event jokes. Are, so, yes. I know. Right. Uh, speaking of current events, um, see, geez, I know. Right. What do we want to talk about first? Uh, do we want to get kind of the sad and somber news out of the way first? And then, uh, yeah, let's give our condolences. Okay. Let's do that. Aaron, I'll let you take the lead on this one
1: yeah definitely so um unfortunately uh over this past week um we lost a united states air force airman um first lieutenant kenneth cage allen and he was actually from utah so you know kind of touched us a little bit more than uh um you know the normal when we lose somebody in our military uh just because you know he's he's a local guy um yeah, first lieutenant. I mean, just barely starting
0: his career. Um, I mean, you you look at his pictures, and this is not out of any disrespect to him itself. He looks like he's fourteen. Yeah, he's, he he's young. He looks he looks young. He looks so, so young. young. But and, um, oh. yeah. But really sad. Uh,
1: he uh, flew F-15C Eagle, which is mm-hmm. a badass one hundred and four to nothing oh, kill yeah. ratio. Yep. Um. So he was uh, flying over at uh, Lincoln Heath. With uh, the 48th Fighter Wing, and unfortunately, uh, his aircraft crashed into the North Sea. Um, There's no further details uh, whether you know he ejected, whether he died of exposure, whether you know. I mean, the the, the Air Force, until they really have a good handle on what they think is you know happened, Mm -hmm. they're not really going to release those details. Um, All we know is that uh, we we lost. First Lieutenant Allen and uh, his call sign was Cage and uh, lost an F-15C, which, you know, that alone is uh, devastating the Air Force because, you know, we're not making F-15Cs anymore uh, right. or E's or any model. Um, there is the F-15, uh, you know, the EX that's supposed mm-hmm. to be coming out right. um, within the next couple years, but that that's going to be a, a dual seat, a lot like the F-15E but, um, but um, I, I'm just going to read a little uh, excerpt here from uh, there's a, a Facebook page called Follow the Flag uh, North Ogden and it's, uh, it's, it's a local Facebook, kind of like a patriotic uh, Facebook page um, but it says uh, our deepest condolences go out to the family and friends of First Lieutenant Kenneth Cage Allen he's a member of the 48th Fighter Wing stationed at RAF in lakenheath suffolk england and was involved in a crash in an f-15c eagle in the north sea during a training exercise and did not survive as a nation and as a community we are strong and we lift those we have lost we will lift and support the family of first lieutenant allen we are grateful for his service dreams and sacrifice and now stand with his family as they honor their beloved kenneth kenneth grew up in northern utah and we will see that he receives true heels heroes welcome upon his return and that was actually posted um with the approval of the allen family um and uh feel bad for his family his wife uh, i guess he just got married this past february mm. um and uh yeah our hearts our hearts really go out to to them and um yeah that's 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 rough.
0: Um, yeah. And, uh, Godspeed cage. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. Thank you for making the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to, to let some, I mean, anything like this hits home, obviously, yeah. but then, so while you're reading the story, I pull up the, uh, fallen wings foundation website mm-hmm. and it says for cage right there. And it's kind of, kind of emotional looking at it. And I just, it is. I, I feel bad, and I'm, I'm saddened by this. Um, uh, and this is not to, uh, um, to give us a pat on the back or anything, but uh, we, as Check Global, did make a donation, Absolutely. to the Fallen How Wings Foundation. You um, if you go to FallenWingsFoundation.org, that's fall not fall Yeah, fall-in. so F A L L E N WingsFoundation.org um you can uh make a donation um to uh support cage's legacy uh and uh we suggest you do it yeah Um, and and
1: and the fallen wings foundation too was highly recommended um by a combat Lurjet by steve so Mm -hmm. um i was having a conversation with him after this had happened and and uh he was you know he mentioned that as soon as the fallen wings foundation you know set up um for Cage that uh, he was going to post something and we posted mm-hmm. something. Um, and uh, the, the cool thing about the, the Fallen Wings Foundation is um, they're an all-volunteer nonprofit dedicated to gathering support and awareness of the United States Air Force aerial mishap crew. Um, so, you know, they really take care of, um, of the families. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean... It's hard enough surviving in this world without um, one of your loved ones or friends or spouse, you know, passing away, um, and it really it, it helps people out financially. Um, I'm sure there's all kinds of support as well, you know, for you know mm-hmm. emotional and you know mental support. But uh, but yeah, give uh, FallenWingsFoundation.org. Um, um, check right. them out. Yeah. Well, Definitely.
0: and and since. Um since lieutenant allen was from utah mm-hmm. um lots of casseroles and lots of jello to the family <laughs> <Yeah>. yes, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just a utah tradition yeah it's, so. it's,
1: it's a utah slash mormon tradition yeah,
0: joke <laughs> exactly exactly so
1: um but, uh, but but anyway so so yeah so that 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 was rough um you know there, there's been a spat of accidents you know around the world this year lord and, right and uh you know it's uh you know fortunately some of the recent ones like the you know the nose gear failing uh, you know on an f-35 up uh-huh. at hill air force right, base Hillary, last yep. week
0: uh the pilot walked away from that just fine the um mm-hmm. the fire crew up in alaska mm-hmm. um they mm-hmm. crashed into the river yep they survived um and um what about the
2: was it a hornet is that an f-18 what yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was the
1: most a, recent. That, that's right. That, that yeah, was another was that one that recent? we were going to talk about um, off of the uh, Theodore Roosevelt yep. um, Super Hornet. Yeah. an F. one you have up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay. An F model Super Hornet um, crashed into the uh, Philippine Sea, but luckily they both ejected and they're both safe. They were both rescued. And. Um,
0: so a much less tragic yes, ending. The only
1: loss there is uh, of the Super Hornet, which, which is always sad. We hate to see our beloved aircraft go right. into the drink.
0: Oh, I know. Ah. But uh, I see a possible replacement for that one, maybe. Which, um, another another story on the Ramp Check uh, Ramp Check report. Uh, com is uh, Boeing has uh, flown its first Block 3 production of the F-18 Super Hornet fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been on there for a little while, but uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, the June 4th flight uh, was aircraft build F-287, so Fox 287. FN-287? Um, <laughs> FN-287. Was... F- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, that's, a, that's, a, that's the first thing that jumped into my head. <laughs> I'm not uh, calling you that. That's hilarious. Finn. Finn, <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, but uh, it's the first of two Block Three aircraft that will be delivered to the Naval Air Warfare Center at uh, Pax River in Maryland for tests and verification. So, well, anyway, that's kind of cool. And the cool, the
1: cool thing about the Block Three Super Hornet mm-hmm. is the cockpit, um, it has a huge touchscreen display, a lot like the F-35. So, and the new F-15EX is and also the Crew gonna, Dragon. Yeah, the F-15EX is also going to be the same, where it's going to have a huge touchscreen display, a lot like the
0: F-35. So, dude, that is so damn cool. You
1: know, it, it, I, I'm sure it's going to be a whole new experience mm-hmm. for, for you know Super Hornet drivers. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so that's cool, and you know, upgraded engines, and they've also done testing with conformal fuel tanks, um, which if you haven't seen photos of the the super hornet with the conformal fuel tanks it's it's actually I pretty it. badass looking i may have to look that up
0: yeah. while we're talking so yeah so why don't you explain when you think of when you say conformal fuel tanks mm-hmm. i think of uh hey get back in line <laughs> that's right and then they kind of <laughs> somehow get back in line yeah um, they're really
1: good about doing what they're just doing what they're do.
0: being told well they are for military fighters so that's a good <laughs> exactly thing. Um, no, seriously. What? Uh, so the conformal tanks. What? So
1: conformal tanks. So on some, I would say probably the most well-known military jet uh, that that widely use conformal tanks. Well, there'd be two. Um, the uh, F sixteen Viper. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of like foreign countries okay. actually have, and, and it basically just looks like uh, you know a streamline. Um, you know, it? bulge on... T- yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, there, there, There's okay. a photo that, that, that Ryan's gotcha. looking at. He actually pulled up online. But uh basically, it, it, it kind of... Lo- the tank looks like it's built as part of the aircraft. I see. And it's just an add-on. Okay. So that's a conformal tank. The other aircraft is the F-15E. Um, if you look on the um, outside of the air intakes on the F-15E... Mm-hmm. It has the little conformal fuel tank bulge. Okay, and those yeah. Those are actually removable. Wow. Um, really? really? Yeah. So it's it's crazy, um, but uh, just so the aircraft can hold more fuel, so the combat radius is extended, um, and uh, yeah, oh, wow. the sup- yeah, the soup, the soup, yeah. Can you can you see? We're looking at an F-15E photo right now, but but uh, yeah, yeah that's bullets, a conformal yeah. tank and right there. And then
2: there's a a head-on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there they are, right there. No, and
1: cool. on the F-15E, the conformal tanks actually have hard points. And so, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. when when you take those off, you actually lose some of the uh, you know weapon-carrying uh, capacity mm-hmm. gotcha. on the F-15E. But, right. uh, but yeah, so there's a quick little conformal okay. fuel tank.
0: Awesome. And in uh, other military jet news, mm-hmm. and for those of you that are fans of uh, Ghost... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, down in uh, at Nellis Air Force Base, uh, part of the um, oh gosh, is it the sixty uh, fourth aggressors? Sixty fourth aggressors. Room. That's right. Um, there's going to be another one. Yes. Uh, if well, you, the, in, well, there is, well, there is another one. Yeah. So is it the
2: same paint scheme, like as the first Ghost? I'd love to see them side looks, by side. Yeah,
0: I haven't compared them side by okay. side, but
2: but it looks but very it looks similar. Pretty like similar, almost identical.
0: Yeah. Right. Pretty similar. So uh, this this uh, also you may have already seen on Ramp Check Report. Um, but some of the really cool stuff about this are, are just a really cool fact. Number one, that there's going to be another ghost out there. Yeah, I love is, the paint jobs. It's, it's so badass. That 64th aggressors are doing. And, and a lot of geeks and... Um, Aviation photographers, mm-hmm. you know, Ghost is on their list, mm-hmm. you know, their bucket list to see. So now you've got twice the chances of, mm-hmm. of uh, seeing it. So, um, but the new livery was actually applied at Hill Air Force Base in Utah uh, by the 576 Aircraft Maintenance Squadron. Um and, uh, Which I'm
1: so pissed that we didn't know. Right? We had no idea. We could have went we, up there. Yeah, huh? we could have yep. saw it depart.
2: Oh, no, we wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. No,
1: it's, it's not the stealth paint. it's oh, the ghost. Paint. It's the the ghost. ghost. Right.
0: Well, if we wouldn't have seen it, we would have heard it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: But, uh, yeah, it's badass. F, uh, F16C, uh, serial number 860299 or so. When you're uh, down at Nella Spotting, and uh, you catch ghosts, you can see which one is which.
0: So well, Ghost's uh, little brother and,
1: and, and little when sister.
2: We were interviewing, was it uh, General um, Novotny? Novotny? Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember how he said, like, we've got some other, uh, uh, from the Aggressor Squadron, we've got some other paint jobs yeah. coming? Yep. I bet he right. knew they were going to do oh, another yeah. Ghost. I'm sure oh, he did. yeah. did. So he's, he's following through with what he said, and I and, think that's awesome.
0: And how about the Venom? paint job oh my god that yeah, is yeah the, so the, cool the, the viper
1: demo team i think i think f16 i think oh, wraith yeah. was
0: one of my favorites but when i saw the viper or the uh, venom yeah paint job now that's not part of the aggressor squadron at hill i mean sure. at, at nellis but uh anyway um <laughs> you so, know
1: what's funny I, I i have to tell this quick little story about kay. uh venom uh-huh. um so um i was talking to pig uh-huh. The other day. Okay. <laughs> and uh Pig. It was so funny. We were talking, we need to get him on the podcast again. So funny. It was so funny. He said that he was talking uh, you know, to one of his uh friends that apparently, you know, still on base at Shaw. Uh-huh. You know, cuz Pig was based at Shaw. Right, for right, a while. right. And uh he was asking Shaw about, about the Viber demo team new paint the venom uh-huh and uh the guy like made fun of it he said it looked like a hooker and fishnet <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: when so, i'm looking at it i see of, why he yeah, said
0: it it's that, kind of funny oh so you know that, happened, it told me that you know whenever venom flies that his unofficial call sign is hooker <laughs> It's it got to be. be. It's got to be. <laughs> that's so awesome. No. But anyway, that, that yeah, was yeah, funny. That's, cool that's hilarious. It Pig's always got good stories. Um, yeah. Pig was on the podcast a few episodes ago. Um, uh, Acrojet. 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 That's his Instagram yes. is Acrojet. Yeah. So follow him on Instagram <laughs> as well. <laughs> the the name of the podcast episode is actually When Pigs Fly. Yeah. And uh Yeah, you want to
1: be entertained for two hours? Yeah. Check that just, one out.
0: Just uh, sit down, crack <laughs> a beer... And um you can learn about everything yeah. from belly landings to greasy beer farts. What did he um, say?
1: we there was like <laughs> some and messaging sonic going on. Iraqis
0: oh my god through our, that story. Um,
1: What's that? Our
2: Instagram and what did he say when he was saying this is that French squadron I was talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the Mirages. But he right. he said it in a funny way, and I can't remember, and I wish oh, I would man. remember. He, but... he was talking
1: about when, when the French pilots were calling in. Yeah, right, I think he said, know? I think he this sent us... Part, please, uh... I, I think oh,
2: he sent so us the pictures and he was like these uh-huh. these were those french assholes i was talking yeah. about or something like that oh i my don't God. know for sure but that
0: story was hilarious too because okay, yeah. he said that you know they were really cocky and yeah. and like they when they were supposed to meet up for their exercise or whatever they were already there so they could intimidate and then they called out on the radio and and like <laughs> they're all like <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, great story <laughs> listen to it someone, on the podcast someone.
1: Somebody, somebody turn on the Halloween witch <laughs> <laughs> Freaking statue
0: It's uh I don't know oh, where the just, hell it is behind oh, me Oh eh? that was oh, a good one eh? You guys <laughs> are assholes oh. Again Um, So getting uh. back to the uh to the uh, second Ghost aircraft. Yeah. Um, you were saying you haven't really compared them side by side. It might not be identical. Oh no, no, I haven't. So the production flight chief with the 576 AMXS at Hill Air Force Base, mm-hmm. she says, quote, the paint, shop, or the paint shop at Nellis did one of these planes last year and asked us to paint this one. Beautiful. They sent us pictures and gave us a pattern, but there were no instructions. We just put this together ourselves. So... Good job. Cool. It looks pretty well, they, badass. Yeah, they, did a, they did a great it's job. Um, cool absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else we have here? So I, I just wanted oh. to
1: mention, too, that um, um, since we're talking about Ghosts and the 64th mm-hmm. Aggressors Base at Nellis Air Force Base, um, the supposed dates for Red Flag 20
0: 3. Ooh, breaking um, news on the Ramp Check well, podcast. I don't
1: know. <laughs> You can't. These aren't (laughs) confirmed, but it's supposed to be um, like starting the last week of July into like the first week or two of August. So, so so it's supposed to happen somewhere towards the end of July, first of August, roughly. Okay. Um, So,
0: which is typically when Dash Three happens yearly, anyway. Close to that, isn't it?
1: Um, let's see. When was uh? one was nineteen three? So nineteen three was July 15 uh-huh. through uh, August second okay. last year. So, so kind of. But yep. this year it was originally uh scheduled for um uh June into the first week of July. Oh okay. But they they changed that and so we think that there's only gonna be about a month or so delay fucking COVID. three. So yeah, I know. <laughs> so let's let's hope that happens, man. I <laughs> gosh, I need some red flag. We
0: need Definitely need some red flag. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, hey, maybe we'll have the brand new camcorder by then.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, maybe. Uh,
0: but yeah, so once we once we hear that, of course, and get it confirmed, we'll obviously yeah. post that Yeah. Uh, so for the be rest good of you t- avgeeks. It'd be
1: cool if both, both uh, ghosts flew at the same time.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I so. wish there was a chance we could see the hooker <laughs> in Fishnet. <laughs> right? Yeah
1: well we were supposed to see them at the end of this month at hill that's right because the viper demo team the end of this and week. the f-35a yeah. you know demo team were supposed to both fly at hill the air show which they canceled because of covid Jeez. Right.
0: say it one more time fucking covid <sighs> i know man. right um, No doubt. hey and speaking of covid <laughs> yeah oh yeah this one <laughs> this
2: story's so... awesome so now i can't fucking get drunk when i fly anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> right what's that well, all about
0: exactly okay um you don't really get drunk when you fly do you you know not usually <laughs> not i mean a couple beverages. there's <laughs> there's been some
2: times where i haven't eaten and then i have a couple drinks and i'm filling it but you know i i think alcohol actually helps a lot of people who are nervous to fly settle down to be honest but
1: yeah not right? only that
2: like i just
0: I don't know. Go ahead and talk about the story. You know, if your if your kids are acting up, just give them a shot of Jack. (laughs) Oh no, I'm I'm totally kidding. Yeah, totally kidding. (laughs) Um, No, actually, it's uh, it's Benadryl. But anyway, um, so this comes from uh, and and this has come from a few different uh, sources, obviously. Um, But uh, the source I'm reading from is the super reliable and aviation knowledgeable CNN. (laughs)
2: i mean so
0: we even believe
2: this starts well i know just kidding i know
0: well no it's but the point that i want to make about it (laughs) is first off i'm just going to say it cnn you guys suck um (laughs) but beyond that instead of being a factual story you can tell that they're putting their own spin on this so but (laughs) um It, at, well, and this info is directly from the airline. Yeah. So, well, th- some of it, but but, 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 but yeah. still, yeah, I know what you're gonna right. say, are, well, are you gonna it's read not an, an opinion piece. Yes. or what do they call it? An right, but editorial. Editorial. yeah. But the thing is, is news from most media sources now it either includes their opinion or whatever. So. With face masks already mandatory on pretty much all flights around the world, I'm quoting directly from the article, okay. and new legislation introduced in January of 2020 to curb antisocial behavior on flights, it's another in a line <laughs> of barriers, literal and legal. I lost my place. I know To getting high in the sky. <laughs> high in the sky. Get it?
2: That's so clever.
0: Um, so
1: getting high in the well, sky. What?
0: I, so you just who, that who has
1: ever who referenced well, alcohol with getting high? Well, First of all. Getting okay. high in the sky. Let, let's, right. I'm not going to get into the I know, thing. I know. It, it's just, oh so
0: airlines, so, so far, um, yeah. this read, is listed in yeah, the article. Read, read, this, the,
1: read the airlines that are doing
0: And this article was actually, um, let's probably see. Probably out today. June 16th <laughs> is oh, when com- they updated okay. it. So, so a few so more airlines have jumped on board, obviously. Sure. Or at least have announced. Um, so in Europe, if you're flying EasyJet or KLM, no alcoholic beverages. In the United States, uh, Delta and American. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said Alaska as well, correct? No,
1: Alaska is still serving. Oh, Alaska is still beverages. serving.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah. Delta yeah, they're, Airlines they're, they're, and American in the States, and then in Asia, Virgin Australia are suspending all or part of their alcoholic drinks. Uh drink service in response to covid nineteen so can we just can we just pick apart the logic in this well quickly and then move on well,
2: isn't it interesting? Yes, let's do that, but the very next paragraph in this article says that they're gonna limit drink options to water only well okay, so you say you want to talk about the logic right. <laughs> Can't you? The Here purpose, we go. The purpose of this shit is strap to, in, is to limit the contact tracing that they say that the flight attendants will have with the people and the touching that. Won't the same
0: fucking thing happen if it's water or if it's alcohol? Yeah, uh,
2: it's it's the like same it's the thing. same thing. I, I right? just don't
0: So don't understand. I haven't had a flight attendant like. Touch me or get within my little territorial bubble when they're handing me a soda or my peanuts I know. on an airplane. I just said peanuts. Um, <laughs> my nuts.
1: Um, yeah, I just. <laughs> Welcome to Hangar Talk, ladies and gentlemen. I
2: just, I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> there are a lot of things that we've talked about on this podcast that are, and you know our opinion on it, so we don't need to get into that part of it, but. You know, I think you made a comment, Aaron, on a social media post about this story. Like you said something like the point is, is to make people feel safer. And this is not making people feel right. safe. No, it's right. making it
1: worse. I mean, like I said, and in, in even the last podcast, it's like, you know, everybody posting pictures of everybody with masks on and gloves <sighs> and all this. It looks like it's unsafe. And hey, mm-hmm. I posted today on our Instagram story, like. We are rooting for you airlines, but stop doing things that are right. just going to piss off your customers. And I know the airlines are doing these things because they don't want to get sued. They don't want people to, you know, give them a bad rap because they think, you know, Oh, I got <clears throat> COVID on my airplane flight or, you know, on, on my trip or whatever. But the the thing is there, I guarantee you, there are more people in the, you know, quote unquote, silent majority, that do not want all these restrictions. Right. We all know the risks of flying. We all know that. Hey, if you want to wear a mask, then wear one. If you don't want to wear one, then don't. And 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 see the the thing that makes it ridiculous for me is that like you know I've I have a a two year old son. He's not going to wear a mask. There's oh. no like okay right. so so his life is less important. Because he's younger and it's okay that he doesn't wear a mask. But yet, if you're an adult, you right. are, you know, it's well, mandatory so to this, wear one. this brings so, up
0: a good question, brother. It's crazy. So you're actually going on a two hour plus long flight. Right. I'm not going to name the airline. Right. I'm not going to say where and, and all right. that stuff. Oh, you are? But mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll <laughs> talk the after the <laughs> podcast. I didn't know it's you were going ca- It's on the calendar. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um. So is this airline that you're flying on? Are you and your wife required to wear a mask, yep. but your son is not? Right. Okay. <laughs> so where <laughs> um
1: logic? Where is the logic? Yeah. Again, I, where is I, it? I, don't I just see think it. it's it's I ridiculous. I don't it's like, like you're on an airplane, the door's shut, they have see the 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 thing is about, you know, commercial aviation, and especially now since this has all happened and freaked so many people out. These aircraft are cleaned better than they ever have been. Oh, yeah. The, uh, you know, um, the the air scrubbers and the filters from the recycled air are probably cleaned fifty times more often than mm-hmm. they ever were. Well,
0: and the scrubbers themselves are probably replaced a it, lot more it, often.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And... and, you know, it's just it's it's overkill, and the risks versus all this hassle are are just not there and and i know there's you know some of you listening that are like well you're selfish because you're not going to wear a mask because somebody well you know what i just have to think that you know it if if you're in a high risk category you know you're 70 plus or you know whatever it is even though that's high risk the rate of death is still a lot less than what you would think and and the 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 thing too about this is covid doesn't really do a whole lot to people you know younger than that 70 age group but i mean flu kills people and kills kids from schools every year well and yet there's no freak out right like it's okay well you know send your kids to school no matter what and then with this going around it really gets me on board with that whole conspiracy series, uh, theory shit about COVID.
0: It does. Because about, none of it makes sense. About obedience, yes, fear, control, all that stuff. In fact, this statement says it right here. It's part of a widespread revision of the industry's food and drink service to minimize interaction between crew and passengers and ensure a safer journey for all. Minimize interaction between crew and passengers... I, I hate to say it, but that's part of the conspiracy theory that I think here is this is wearing masks, talk, only talking to people with a plexiglass barrier. Yeah, or six feet away. It's it's minimizing interaction, and that... Yeah, and it's already bad enough oh, with social media the way it is. my God, it is. It is. It, it's awful. Can you
1: can you imagine being, well, I was going to say single, but Tony... <laughs> asshole. <laughs> In this um, day and age, you trying to
0: date for crying out loud? Dude oh my god dude it was it was fun trying to date before covid (laughs) and now during covid it's it's awful yeah forget about
2: it limit social interaction like to me like whether i'm flying with my family or how many times do you guys fly and you strike up a conversation with someone and you meet some pretty nice interesting people and like now this i mean who's gonna want to have a conversation when something's over your face, and you know, oh, half yeah. the time when you're on a plane too, sometimes it's loud, and so like mm-hmm. I rely on like reading lips sometimes to understand what people are saying, and like yeah, you it's, know, it's, rough. it's it is so hard because it's like you says, Aaron, like well, you're just selfish. Just where where am I? oh my god, like I'm I'm sorry to our listeners in the world out there. I just can't, and I just won't do it. I have, from day one, day one meaning when this became a thing and the shutdowns, I have literally worn a mask once, and Mm -hmm. it was when I got a haircut, because I was starting to look like a fucking bum, and I needed a haircut, (laughs) and no one would give me a haircut without, well, that's not true, I did get one from a family member but i didn't want to keep bugging her but um (laughs) um and i guess the point i'm making is like i i maybe was listening to the guidelines of like social distancing and i haven't been trying to do anything in the opposite direction but i still don't know anyone that has it i still have not been involved with anyone that has it and I'm sorry, I just I don't see the logic in needing everyone to wear one on on an airplane, and it's like you said it's right. about how it looks and it's mm-hmm. the appearance it's the appearance, and I'm just uh, and I don't know why I'm saying I'm sorry because I shouldn't feel like I have to apologize, but I know there are people that are super on board with it, but the airline's now taking like. We all knew that was coming, and it happened, the mandatory masks. You know, Aaron, that didn't mean you didn't buy your ticket to fly somewhere. You're still going to go do it, and mm-hmm. people are still going to do that, and that's not the point. The point is now now you can't have peanuts. Now you can't have alcohol. Now you can't have, like, I mean. Hey, but there's no oh mention in
0: here. There's no mention in this article at all about the Mile High Club. <laughs> so not all is lost. Yeah.
1: Well, I think you're losing the social distancing in that act. Well, Damn God, it!
2: The next thing to go is they're probably going to remove bathroom doors so they can see what the <laughs> hell you're doing in there. Or maybe make make sure you wash your hands <laughs> or something. Or just something.
1: remove
0: the bathroom. Right? Lord, I know. They're just going to close Sorry, you got to hold it. Exactly. Um, so I have one more question about this. And this is back to that same sentence to, where it says, to ensure a safer journey for all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know... There are statistics out there that you are more likely to die in an automobile crash than in an airplane crash. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. That is correct. So has there any has there been any research done about if you are more likely to die from an airplane crash than from contracting COVID on an airplane? Well, well that's, we already
2: know the answer to that
0: yeah, one. That, well, of that, course. That's, that's the thing. I'm yeah, just saying is have, there a legitimate study you have, on that?
1: You have more of a risk of right. having something happen to you in your travels than you do either contracting or or dying from COVID. Right. I mean, even if you did get it, well, that's most the, other the people thing too. are... And, you know, there, there's supposedly, you know, some, you know, surges in cases and stuff. Well, Let's look at the big picture. Okay, well, there's more testing than there ever has been. Right. So of course, there's going to be more people With diagnosed. Large, we're or are testing more than any it. country. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And secondly, like you, you have to look at the hospitals, the right. hospitalizations. Right. Because most people that that you know get this virus, they never know that they ever had right. it, or if they do have it, it's just pretty mild right. symptoms.
0: Hospitalizations are up in some areas. But again, but not that, not over right. But was, but, yeah. but no hospitals have been overwhelmed. Yeah. And you know one thing that I find that I'm really that's that's curious to me is, and we'll get back. We're we're kind of talking about aviation. Sorry, we got off on a little tangent. But yeah. um, um, so before all of the unrest and the rioting. You know, everything in the media was about COVID, and not only the number of cases, but all the number of people that, that are dying. You yeah. know, well, and,
1: well, and then I don't mean to distract, you no. but but and then you know all the projections,
0: right, based on absolutely no data at right. all, right, right, because and, we didn't have any data, exactly, didn't have any data, so, so the projections for death were huge. They were millions, yeah, like millions. millions,
1: just in the U.S. Right,
0: exactly. So then the unrest happens. By the way, apparently you're a bad person if you're out just doing, you know, normal stuff in the community and, you know, you're trying to get back to work and maybe go to the store, go to church, go to church, go to the beach. Right. And so, you know, COVID can still kill you when you do all that. But apparently if you're out protesting and rioting, it can't kill you. You're immune to it. Yeah, that didn't make Um, any sense. Guys, sorry for getting off on this tangent, but you know what? Do some research... Do some individual critical thinking. That's all I'm going to urge you to do. Anyway, but now after now now that the all this other stuff, now it's all these huge surges in cases. But I'm not seeing any headlines about surges in deaths. Yeah, I mean fatalities from this. There's
1: still some deaths going on every day, but but it's just like you know most things that cause human death is you know it. It's there, and you want to mitigate as much. I mean, that's why
0: you know we wear seatbelts and right. you well, know,
1: stuff like that. But but, I
0: don't know, man. So it's... so when I was driving, because I actually drove up to Salt Lake City from St. George today before we report, recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving, and there's the big highway signs that say 111. Uh, people have lost their lives on Utah roads. I saw that today, and yes. I saw
2: exactly where you're going with this. Right, but go ahead.
0: And then there's a billboard for a like a, a rehab clinic, a local rehab clinic here that says 234 lives lost in 2020 due to drug and alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. So that's that's 300 deaths right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we're we're near the end of June. There's what 365 days in a year, so we're at about the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you look at those numbers, that's that's over a, that's like two deaths a day just from, just from that. We're not talking other illnesses like the flu. We're not talking cancer. We're not talking, um, geez, you know, medical professionals. Well, dude, there's so many other there's things. So many, yeah. so many other factors that kill so many more people. Yeah. Well,
1: d- and. Yeah, I mean it, it is. I mean, like you were saying, the drunk driving. Like, on the the uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration here in the U.S., mm-hmm. one person every fifty minutes dies from a drunk driving related accident.
0: Every fifty minutes. Yeah.
1: On average.
0: So if they, I'm wondering if there's a so metric that, in there that that says how frequently people die from. Covid nineteen. Well,
1: here's the thing. I mean, so far to date, we've lost over a hundred plus right. thousand people. Right. Over a couple months, and I mean that that's a lot higher than than what the those drunk driving highway deaths are. Right. Because that's only like, uh, I mean, only. I mean, it's sad, but right. you know, 10000 10, plus lives mm-hmm. a year just off that. But but see, the thing is, is 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 um, you know, not everybody drinks obviously. Right. Not you know, there's a lot of responsible right. people. Exactly.
0: But Well and that goes to flying too. Not I everybody gets on an airplane and gets shit faced. Yeah.
2: You know, and well, that's the thing. You're these this article we're talking about, like, they're just they're just it's a percentage of their customers that drink the alcohol. It's not everybody. Right. So to me, like if a hundred percent of your customers drink alcohol, you know, and then you remove it, then you're removing all of that, right? But you're only having a percentage of your customers. So in other words, you should keep it because it's only a small percentage of your customers or whatever that are drinking the alcohol. Well, you're not eliminating
0: right. And
2: 100% of your and, the contact, you know, and on I mean? a lot
0: of airlines You can just order from your seat back. There's a touch screen right there, or you can... I mean, I've heard that there's even, like, mobile ordering... You know Well they're becoming giving you available. rubber gloves for God's sake. Right. So and, put on
2: your rubber gloves and and, and you grab know your the beer. flight
0: crew is wearing a mask <laughs> and they're <laughs> gonna be wearing rubber gloves when they're serving food and beverages. So yeah. it's just I Well I just, airline, oh.
1: what airlines need right now is they need people to buy airline tickets mm-hmm. and travel so they can up their capacities and they need revenue. So it doesn't right. make any sense at all to stop that revenue stream yeah right well it was interesting
2: i i i don't remember if it was this article or not but um there was an article if it is this one i apologize because i i don't remember exactly but they were talking about how after september 11th um when they were trying to get the travel industry back going and people traveling to feel safe that all of a sudden airlines started charging 50 to 100 bucks additional bags and yeah. it's like yeah because because that'll like help ensure safety again like it well, was just some random thing they threw out there because oh yeah we lost money because september 11th well that's what i feel like this is it's like a yeah. new jerk reaction to something you know like hey we're back now bend over
0: well there's <laughs> a there is such a thing as a september 11th security fee Yeah, that is charged. That's one of the taxes. that's added to your airline. ticket.
1: Yeah, it's called paying for your bags. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, but (laughs) uh, but, but, I'm just saying, but that's what they call it. But I know know what you mean. It's
0: named that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, our point
2: is, is like, we just don't think this is the way. Yeah. Well, and I think there's not the way is not the Mandalorian. This is the
1: way this is not the way. Anyway, <laughs> unless you fly Southwest Airlines and then bags fly free. Right, exactly. That's right. Well,
0: and that's the other thing too <laughs> just to just to chime in on what you said Ryan. So, so they limited what you could bring in your carry-on. Yeah. You know, you, you only could carry right. liquids 3.5 ounces or whatever, that yeah, yeah, total under four ounces. had to fit in the, you know, the plastic bag and this and that. So, you were forced to take a checked bag. Yeah. And so, um, I know. and then they're like, oh, wait, so they're. So they have to check a bag. No, well, let's just charge them for it now. I know, and oh, and the it's, unfortunate it's, it's thing it's is, all the airlines followed suit, yeah. and except for Southwest Airlines, except for Southwest, free. yes, and which and is, I don't work for South- Southwest. You and, sound and like you're doing aff- a plug I, for them. But <laughs> I, but I used <laughs> to <laughs> exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, we got it off kinda on sucks. That again. It's hard not to it, get upset at COVID, you know,
2: because well,
1: we love the industry so much. We all three of us have worked in it. You know, we all wanted su- to succeed. Well, we yeah. want them to get back. We we want people to start traveling, but man, there's so many things that they they kind of do. You know, it's like it's like two steps forward and one step back.
0: Yep, it, it really I is. Don't know. It's still, it's just it's Paula it's Abdul frustrating. song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and we we definitely want. Um, We want to see all these aircraft come out of storage. We want to see all these people that work in the airline industry get back to work.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Um, And... Now there there are people on both sides. There are people that, that want to wear masks on airplanes because it makes them feel safer. Great. Do it. Go yeah, do it. it. If it makes you feel safer, Doesn't... there are people on our side of the fence that don't feel that it's necessary and feel that it's Dude, looks and I that don't it's extreme. Give, I don't give two shits and, if someone right, wants to wear a mask. Okay, just don't force me to do exactly. it. Exactly. If it makes you feel safe, then do it. We are not we're not like minimalizing what you feel or what scares you what doesn't. Nope, we just don't think the airlines should mandatory.
1: Just don't wear one of those masks that has the little, uh, what, what is it, the little exhale flap because then you're totally <laughs> yeah, right. defeating the purpose of wearing it uh, well, that, because yeah. isn't it about wearing it to protect other people? Well, if you're wearing a mask that has a <sighs> flap that actually, like, when you exhale, like exhaust your breath, it's totally right. ruining the point.
0: Oh, no. way. Well, anyway, we <laughs> can we go can... on and
1: on down, down, down yeah. that route
0: too, but we won't. Exactly. Well, so, we kind of already did. Right. Well, <laughs> so, any further, I guess. Okay. Right. Right. So, again, a little bit more about the airline news. The Boeing 737 MAX is uh, inching closer and closer mm-hmm. uh, to some key milestones to get it recertified. Um We've got something coming up here at the end of June, Aaron. Do you want to uh, kind of fill us in on that a little bit? Um, Give us a quick update. (laughs) Yeah, so um, Boeing Company, and by the way, this is from
1: uh, Reuters. Uh, Not Reuters. (laughs) Reuters. (laughs) Yeah, Reuters. (laughs) Exactly. Um, uh, uh, David Shepardson and Eric Johnson. Uh, This is on their website. Um, But uh, Boeing Company is aiming to conduct a key certification test flight on its grounded 737 MAX uh, jet in late June. So, you know, today is June 19th, so it's uh, going to happen, I would imagine, any time. Yeah. Uh, two people uh, briefed on the matter said on Wednesday. Uh, the 737 MAX has been grounded since March 2019 after two fatal crashes killed 346 people. Uh, Boeing told airlines it hopes to conduct the flight tests in late June, the sources said. Boeing did not comment on the certification flight timing, but said late Wednesday, it had one approval from the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, for a service bulletin that details the modifications required for the 737 MAX wiring. So that was a separate issue that was found when they were going through the 737 with a fine-tooth comb. Um, Boeing has already begun modifying airplanes that have not yet been delivered and is coordinating modification efforts with airlines, a company says. New airplanes being built will include this update. In March, uh, Reuters first reported Boeing would separate 737 MAX wiring bundles flagged by regulators as potentially dangerous before the jet returns to service. Uh, Boeing also said it had shared with airlines draft pilot training materials and related information to help operators facilitate and plan the development of their training programs. Reuters has previously reported that the FAA does not plan to clear Boeing for a resumption of 737 Max flights until at least August. The sources warned the date could slip in July into July for the certification test flight, as the dates for many milestones for returning the plane to service have been repeatedly uh, repeatedly pushed back. The FAA said on Wednesday it was in regular contact with Boeing as the company continues to work on the 737 MAX. The aircraft will be cleared for return to passenger service only after the FAA is satisfied that all safety-related um, issues are addressed. So, um, and then the article goes on to talk about, you know, the, the, the software updates. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there, there was the software updates, the MCAS system, you right. know, the flight control <clears throat> Uh, system and then um, and then while they were going through everything, like I said, the wiring issue. Right. They found some wiring bundles that, you know, the wires were too close together or whatever mm-hmm. for certain systems, and mm-hmm. they wanted those separated. And uh, again, some of these things are just things that over the the lifespan of, of, of a new aircraft are right. found out as they're in service. So that's another reason why once the seven three seven
0: max is back. Right.
1: It is going to be the safest commercial airliner oh, yeah. in history. And the thing sure. about the
0: thing about the wiring issue that they found, if the seven thirty seven Max had not been grounded, mm-hmm. and they were going through it like they were, this this might have been something that may have never been discovered, right? Or it may have taken years to discover, right? Or heaven forbid, you know, it caused an issue serious enough to mm-hmm. ground them in the future. So. So it's like you said to reiterate your point. This is going to be the safest airplane in the skies. For sure. For, for sure. So yeah, Easy. those
2: those other issues you're talking about it kind of reminds me of when uh, the 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 corkscrews on the what was it the MD80s that yeah they the, had, jack the jack screws the jack screws that they had to inspect all of them because a few of them went bad or something. And yeah,
1: they they weren't keeping up on the maintenance and right. Yeah, and, so
2: you never know if these other things you know, down the road could have come out, but like you said, they probably wouldn't have because it probably would have been safe anyway. It probably
0: would have been fine. But they're going but
2: over it so Yeah. Meticulously, so yeah, yeah it's absolutely. like it's like there's not gonna be anything with this aircraft nope. that
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a fine. And, and the you thing know? to remember too here is um and you know, and I'm not gonna, you know, pretend to be, you know, uh you know, an expert in you know aerodynamics and certification and all those things but but in order for for a commercial airliner to to be certified you know um the 737 max had to prove that it could fly without mcas sy- the, uh, without the mcas system as well so you know it's not like it needed mcas it's not like you know, it's an inherently unstable aircraft. It's just right. in certain flight envelope you know, certain parts of the flight envelope, um, they they needed the aircraft to feel more like the earlier generation 737s, right. so it wouldn't have to be, you know, separate pilot certification. Yeah, exactly. And those yeah. things. And that's why the the, the MCAS right. was added. Well
0: and we've talked to a couple of pilots here on the it, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and they're like and sound. they and they said that the that the MCAS probably really isn't even necessary at all to have on there but yeah yeah again yeah. to to you know it's all about saving money
1: for the airlines and and right. th- that's what's interesting about this whole Max saga is is um you know it it's it's almost just as much the airline's fault as it is you know Boeing's in a sense because the airlines are like pushing and poking Boeing like hey mm-hmm. we need this we don't want to have to send pilots training separately so you need you And know, we need it now. We need it now and yeah. it, you know so I I don't know. I mean I, I again there's a whole right. you know multitude of factors on on what happened with the Max. Well, and,
0: and another key part of the certification too obviously is training, yeah, procedures. Yeah. So Yeah, you
2: know, it's just going to be nice when I feel like when we started this podcast the Max has just been through all of this you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so it'll be nice yeah it'll be nice when this thing gets back into service because we've probably talked about it in almost every episode it's been been over a year a year and three months last year yeah so So, it'll be good to kind of get that chapter book closed absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and and
0: speaking of boeing once again i'm kind of sad about this story um, Delta Airlines announced that their last uh, Boeing 777 flights are actually going to be um, in August, I believe. Is that what they said? Uh, f- oh, the fall. Well, Excuse yeah, me. This, so, yeah. this fall. Yep. So on May 14th, the carrier announced that it would retire all Boeing 777s this year. While a specific date wasn't announced at the time, the airline indicated they would be leaving in the second half of the year. Well, apparently that date has come it's not a specific date yet but um the uh ceo of delta ed bastain officially indicated that the triple seven would not fly for delta beyond fall of this year so to it is sad how long is when was the triple seven first put into service because to
2: me it doesn't late, feel like it's been 90s. that long yeah 90s. so it hasn't well, For an aircraft the, twenty years isn't that long, this right? This isn't.
1: This isn't. A, well, and these these are newer triple sevens that Delta flies too. They're like yeah. the the triple seven. See, LRs that's what i was saying. Like, but it, it's because, Bo, uh, excuse me, Delta is slowly becoming all Airbus. Yep, yeah, and, and so they bought a so bunch that's of what new. That's more yeah, about. they bought okay. a bunch of new uh, A350s. Right, okay. um, and this.
0: Well, yeah, and and. And to, to add to that, and this article, by the way, is available on a Ram Check Report. Um, it's from uh, simpleflying.com. Mm-hmm. But just to back up what you're saying about Delta is moving away from Boeing, which mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. So they're also, of the different types that they're looking to retire, or let go, mm-hmm. the 717 fleet. Now, that's... The seven seventeen is a unique aircraft. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, McDonnell Douglas. The yes, um,
1: basically a smaller version of right, the MD ninety, exactly
0: like DC nine, pretty much,
1: pretty yeah. much, me, yeah. just like an up, updated DC nine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, older seven fifty sevens, seven sixty seven three hundreds, etc. And like you said, the the larger aircraft they're replacing with the A three thirty or the A three fifties. The smaller aircraft they'll likely be replacing with the A220s which they're actually flying now. Yeah, they have a bunch of them. Right. They have a bunch mm. and, and and that's the, the the Airbus A220 which was originally the Bombardier C series. Which is a nice-looking airplane. It is. It's a pretty sweet-looking airplane.
1: And the cool thing about that, you know, us Americans, you know, we're all about, you know, made mm-hmm. in the USA. Well, Airbus is actually building A220s here in the US. Right. So that that's huh, cool.
0: That's interesting. Yep. Well, well, they they build A320s a yeah, here in the yeah. US as well. So right. and Delta flies a ton of A320s. Well, and don't so. these airlines damn it don't don't they
2: base their decisions on the aircraft they fly off of what we like? <laughs> right.
1: I know. Fuck. I know. Hey, that's an let's ugly airplane. Let's, Can you please oh, fine,
2: keep though. flying the 777 cuz I really like it.
0: <laughs> what's that uh, what's that website petitions.com or something? <laughs> yeah. Let's just start a petition. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, there's obviously economic factors and age yeah, factors. Yeah, and I get that. that. And that's why I said the and, joke like yeah, I yeah.
2: obviously they have a lot of people running numbers and shit. Like mm-hmm. I get that, but to me it just it just is sad. Right. Because, like, I loved seeing them, mm-hmm. you know? I loved working out at Salt Lake International and seeing... I can't remember what flight it was, but they had a 777. Um, was it the the flight over to Japan? Or I can't remember. Well, they Maybe were flying Amsterdam. to remember, Amsterdam but,
0: or Paris from Salt from Lake, Salt City, Lake and, for a while. And you know so what? I don't know what they're doing I now. used
2: to... And it's crazy. I can't remember which uh flight that was cuz i remember knowing what time every day i worked that that flight mm-hmm. would either depart or come in you yeah, know right yeah. and i would go park out on well, the end of the taxiway and sit on my yeah. tug and yeah. watch it come in well, the, the, this
1: the one and only 777 that i've ever flown on was a delta 777 yeah, yeah. so
0: the one and only i've ever flown on was united actually yeah, yeah. Well, but the one this I've is i've only
2: ever flown on no oh, wait i did <laughs>
0: Never got the chance. This this is going to age me, but um, when I worked out at the airport... You have
1: done that yourself.
2: (laughs) Man, we've had three Star Wars plugs in here. Maybe four.
0: Anakin, you are my brother!
2: We had that Um, one. We had the Mandalorian. We had...
0: I did one earlier, too. What one was it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Um, (laughs) But when I was working out of the airport before you guys started, Mm -hmm. the the aircraft that i knew when was going out every day was the uh was the l1011 oh, to yeah, yeah yeah you know well i worked at salt lake yeah. and
1: the l1011 was just in the, it's A- yep. in the twilight of its career when and A- i'd see that every day that's right
2: when aaron and i used to work graveyards together yeah. we'd go drive under the ups dc-8 that used to come oh, in because it, wow. would, it would come in at what like 5 a.m oh yeah uh-huh. so we'd take the vehicle out and <laughs> We'd watch it on the tracker, and we would just time it just right and drive on that perimeter road. (laughs) And and
1: the best part about that, though, and and this is, like, all you rampers and and people that have worked the ramp and airlines, you'll totally understand this story. But we would would take the truck, and we would take turns where one of us would lay down in the bed of the truck. (laughs) And we would time it. So that right as as the aircraft was flying over you, mm. the better the truck was like right there. I wish we had camera and phones wha- then. No
2: shit, because we right? th- camera mean, phones weren't a thing yet, so we couldn't that take was pictures. Some, that or video. was some of the coolest
1: stuff that we did. Oh my yeah. gosh! And this is all pre nine eleven. Yeah. Right. So I mean, like oh,
2: this was probably like ninety nine, wasn't it? Oh or yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And and I mean, we we'd go over to the aircraft parked at the gate. We'd go inside the aircraft, go sit in the cockpit. I mean, we weren't like screwing around with shit doing unsafe things, but you know, we're av geeks. So we're like, you know, I mean, I can't even count the amount of times that we'd go over and go sit in the TWA seven twenty seven at the gate at three in
2: the morning. Sun country DC ten. We'd go drive around it like, yeah. I miss the L ten eleven too yeah, yeah. i've but... I, I
0: missed those days and yeah and it's funny that you know we were able to have all that kind of access i remember that yeah. too and yeah just hanging out you know at the at the end of our ramp you know when i worked mm-hmm. for millionaire yep or wherever and now you know a couple of weeks ago we were up at hill air force base um you know up there for uh one of the rehearsals for the, yeah, one uh, of the for practice. the F thirty five demo team. Demo practice. And then Aaron and I, we went to Salt Lake International, we were gonna do some plane spotting and we weren't there thirty minutes and some airport ops guy Oh, you guys can't be parked here. And it's just like God, it's like
1: why why? It's like put away the Sam missile, we're caught. Oh
2: God, my gosh. I know, it's jeez, so ridiculous. it's like you're taking it's, fucking pictures. Well, it you know
1: one one thing that, that and and you know, I respect all you know employees at the airport. I mean, they're Absolutely. they're just sure. they're doing what they're, they're told, doing but, their jobs. But see, the the one thing that that they need to understand is is when there's aircraft spotters out there, we are probably the best eyes and ears for security for an airport. Absolutely. You know, outside of, you know, the airport police mm-hmm. and, you know, airport operations, but they're usually stuck, you know, uh, airport side. Right. You know, inside the gate and fence. So, you know, cut cut us a little bit of slack and, right. and understand like build a relationship with with aircraft spotters because I'm telling you they they don't want something to happen where the aircraft aren't going to be there. Right. You know, they don't want, you know, lives to be lost and, you know, people hurt and aircraft damaged. And, you know, ch- trust me, you you go to a place that's, that has aircraft spotters and somebody starts like screwing around or doing stupid shit. They're, they're going to report it. Yeah. They're going mm-hmm. to, you know, have them stop. The, you know, they're going to tell them to stop, whatever. But, but, you know, really, like airport police, airport operations, base operations... You know, I encourage you to get to know some of these spotters because they are, like I said, some of the best eyes and ears for security and safety reasons. And
0: here's another thing too, is you, if you work for airport ops or airport police or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you will definitely know the difference between an Geek and somebody who's up to no good. Exactly. There's a huge, huge difference exactly. in their appearance, in the way they handle themselves. Yeah. I should say in our appearance, in the way we handle ourselves. Um, but anyway, it's just, yeah, I mean... It was annoying. He was nice about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he wasn't a jerk. It was but just... It, but it's just... it's like yeah. Hopefully it
2: wasn't my friend. Was he young or older? No, it wasn't.
0: Okay. <laughs> it
1: wasn't. Because I, I know who he is. I, I know. Say, I was right.
0: going to drop your name, but I don't and know.
1: And it wasn't an air-filled ops guy. it was, oh, it, was it, wasn't. it was an no. airport... Like It was
0: police. It, it said... No, it just it, said no, airport it, operations it, it, on the truck. It, it was, but he an was an just operations, operations, but, just like a, but not... Oh, maybe not, a maintenance an. It was a maintenance operation. Yeah, so... Okay. Anyway, well... But, uh, but anyway, oh, wow. yeah, so there we go. I think we covered everything we needed to cover today. We did it with a mild rant. I think uh, we should congratulate ourselves. Yeah, we're slowly we well. um, hopefully getting over this. Right. Don't forget, everybody, that the Ramp Check Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty Oh, I, I want to say SoundCloud because they were with us from the very beginning. Um, but pretty much anywhere that you can get a podcast, um, uh, subscribe where you can, uh, also on Apple podcasts. Hey, keep giving us those five star ratings. Um, and, uh, let's, uh, let's bump up even further, uh, in the standings with Apple podcasts. Um, we love having guests on the podcast and, uh, we will definitely have more guests coming up here, uh, very soon for you. Don't forget to head over to YouTube. And uh, check out our one video on our brand new YouTube channel. Um, But we will have podcast episodes and a lot more content. But, uh, hey, get out on the ground floor. Go ahead and subscribe. Um, Hit that notification bell and like that one video that's on there. Um, I guarantee it'll be worth your time. Uh, Aaron, you want to let everybody know where to reach you on social media? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, mention one more thing that
1: we really didn't cover since we were talking about, you know, aviation accidents. Uh-huh. I just want to uh, bring attention to the four injured um, on that uh, U.S. Air Force C-130 that overran the runway in Iraq oh, yeah. at Camp Taji uh, on June eighth. Um, uh, non-life-threatening injuries, though. That's but, good. Uh, four good. of the crew members were um, were injured. C-130, uh, which is deployed to the 386th air expeditionary wing at ali al-salam airbase kuwait crashed around 10 p.m iraqi time so and that was at uh, camp taji in iraq but but anyway i just wanted okay. to uh, uh to mention that just to, to be fair we love our cargo aircraft and crew as well that's right so um
0: you but can't in- you can't kick gas or kick ass without <laughs> Cargo pallets. <laughs> no, wait, it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> Not quite. Never mind. <laughs> Not quite. Gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but also, so that reminds me too, I forgot to mention the Ramp Swag store. What the hell? Yeah, duh. Um, Ramp Swag. Hashtag RCG Ramp Swag. Get yours now. RampCheckGlobal.com. Uh, lots of, uh, I know we don't have as many new designs right now because of. Yeah, this COVID stuff yeah. again. Here we go. And if you have ordered and you haven't received your order yet, um, it is coming. There's just some production and and uh, shipping delays going on at at the moment. Hopefully, those will be rectified soon. Yeah, I yeah. know that I got some Ramp Swag, the brand new B21 Raider uh, T-shirt, and uh, yeah. hey Ryan, can we show it to the camera up there? there <laughs> Look at that.
2: Right there. Mine. Um,
0: yeah, because it didn't fit me. I ordered the wrong size. But uh, anyway, um, so you can get that design, cool. lots of other stuff, stickers, um, hats, hoodies. hoodies, swimwear.
1: Yeah, and, and, uh, and just recently at, we've actually been um, um, putting up our most popular photos oh, yeah. as uh, poster prints. Wow. And nice. uh, canvas prints so some of those are the actual photos themselves and some of them have like kind of a cool like comic bookish you know filter to them which mm-hmm. kind of makes them unique Sweet. um so look for those those items as well they're they're uh uh 24 by 36 inch prints or posters um same with the canvas mm-hmm. it's a stretch canvas so it's ready to hang um but uh but yeah it's really hey, want to hang it's really cool Ready to hang on your wall. So keep an eye out for those, too. We got a yeah. lot, of, lot of cool photos. Um, some of our most popular and most liked photos from Instagram we're actually cool. offering as posters. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, so check that out as well. And and uh, like Tony said, we haven't had a lot of new designs lately, but, but we are going to gonna start uploading some new designs. And, yep. you know, we always try to keep things, you know, updated and refreshed. And, and uh, we do have some cool... Um, uh, buy airline tickets like you bought toilet paper yeah, those are shirts. Great. So <laughs> go
0: go check those out. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty. Those are actually pretty damn funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, and uh, don't forget uh, as well that uh, pretty much everything we talked about today is available on our aerospace and aviation news website, Ramp Check Report. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get to the Ramp Swag Store and Ramp Check Report. Uh, just by simply going to our website rampcheckglobal.com. alright Aaron you ready to share your socials? Sure so okay.
1: at Aaron Rumfollow is my personal um, basically it's Instagram and Twitter um, Facebook as well um, but yeah and anything and everything aviation related is pretty much on at Ramp Check Global. Uh that's you know Twitter Instagram um, Facebook but uh, Instagram is kind of our main little mm-hmm. avenue, so. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Ryan. That's right. At uh, Rome, follow
2: me is my personal Instagram, and just want to say thanks to everyone for
0: supporting us. And uh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did I say earlier in the podcast? Hashtag push to ten k or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Almost eighty six hundred followers on our Instagram page. That's freaking awesome. Thank you very much, everybody for that. Um, Yeah. We're going to make that push to get to 10,000. So anybody you can share um, our Instagram, some of our incredible posts, Um, you know, friends of friends, whatever, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's get it to 10,000 at T rum follow is where you can find my, uh, my social media, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Um, but again, if you want the really cool shit, just go to ramp check global. Um, and, uh, yeah, I believe that's about it. And, uh, I'm thinking it's time for a send off. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good day.